Hello, Word Nerds, and welcome to a new episode of The Dictionary. If your birthday is October 4th, happy birthday. If it's not, listen to this on another day and pretend I said a different day. So I just landed uh, about two hours ago from a work trip in Orlando. Uh, I'm uh, running a little bit low on episodes, uh, and so I need to record more so I can edit them. Because in addition, I am actually leaving tomorrow morning to go to L.A. for... uh, personal reasons. Those personal reasons are kind of silly. I have decided to be a guest. I kind of invited myself, actually, uh, to be a guest on the Weird Alphabet podcast. They go through Weird Al songs in alphabetical order, and they discuss them. Each episode is a different song. They were gracious enough to let me come down and uh, and record this, which I will be doing from the time I'm recording this two days from now. If you're a fan of Weird Al music, I suggest you go check out this podcast. If you're not, I suggest you listen to it anyway. Um, At the very least, listen to my wonderfully dulcet vocal tones. No, don't do that. But you should still listen. Anyway, let's get to the words. We are at the top of page 62, and the first word is appurtenant. I think our last word was appurtenance. This is spelled A-P-P-U-R-T-E-N-A-N-T. It's an adjective from the 14th century. One, constituting a legal accompaniment. Two, we have these synonyms auxiliary and accessory. Or is it auxiliary? However you want to say it, that's the word. As in appurtenant equipment. Appurtenant is also a noun. Now we have an abbreviation. It is capital A-P-R, and it is an abbreviation for April. Now we have A-P-R again, but it is all caps, and it's an abbreviation for annual percentage rate. When you become an adult, this is uh, an abbreviation you see pretty often. Next we have apraxia, A-P-R-A-X-I-A. This is a noun from circa 1881. Loss or impairment of the ability to execute complex coordinated movements without muscular or sensory impairment. A practic, A P R A C T I C, or a praxic, are adjectives. The etymology says this is from a Greek word which means inaction. It doesn't tell me what the word is, or maybe uh, a praxia is the Greek word, and that is from a plus praxis, which means action. And that is from prasin, which means to do, and there's more at the word practical. Next we have apres, A-P-R-E-S, and the E has an accent over it. This is French. Uh, Let's see, this is a preposition from 1889, and it just has the synonym after, A-F-T-E-R, as in apres tennis. And it is usually used in combination, as in apres theater party. So, after theater, party. Now we have après ski. That's the ski word where you put the two things on your feet and you go down the snow. Uh, And there is a hyphen in between the two words. This is a noun from 1951, and it just says social activity as at a ski lodge after a day's skiing. I'm sure many of you have uh, had a day of skiing or even an hour of skiing, and then decided that was enough, I'm done with that, and I'm going to go relax, and that would be called après ski. Next we have the word apricot, or as some people like to say, apricot. 
This is a noun from 1580. 1A. The oval orange-colored fruit of a temperate zone tree, resembling the related peach and plum in flavor. The uh, temperate zone tree is Prunus armeniaca. 1B. A tree that bears apricots. 2. A variable color averaging a moderate orange. The etymology says that this is an alternative of the earlier word abricoc, A-B-R-E-C-O-C-K, which is uh, from the Arabic al-birkuk, which means the apricot, and that is from the Latin uh, persicum or pricox, which literally means early ripening. And then in parentheses it says peach, and there's more at the word precocious. Interesting. Next, we have the word April, the month, I'm guessing. This is a noun from before the 12th century, the fourth month of the Gregorian calendar. Now we have April Fool. This is a noun from 1693, the butt of a joke or trick played on April Fool's Day. Also, such a joke or trick. Fun fact, one of my good friends is actually born on April Fool's Day, and it explains so much. That is our next word, April Fool's Day. Um, it could be pronounced April Fool's Day with a uh, apostrophe S for fools, or it could be fools's uh, with the apostrophe after the S. This is a noun from 1753, April 1st, characteristically marked by the plane of practical jokes. Next we have a priori, and this is bringing up nightmares of a previous word. If you don't know what those nightmares are, please go back and listen to everything. This is an adjective from 1652. 1A, the synonym is deductive. 1B, relating to or derived by reasoning from self-evident propositions. Compare to, oh, here it is, a posteriori. Now, I looked this up after I edited the episode and maybe I should do that again. The emphasis was uh, on a different part than I expected. So I think it's pronounced a or a posteriori. Posteriori. Sure, let's just say that's good. Hopefully I redeem myself. Uh, all right, here we go with 1C. Presupposed by experience. 2A. Being without examination or analysis. Synonym is presumptive. 2b, formed or conceived beforehand. A priori is also an adverb, and a priority is a noun. This is Latin, and it literally means from the former. All right, next and last word is apron, A-P-R-O-N. This is a noun from the 15th century. 1. A garment usually of cloth, plastic, or leather, usually tied around the waist and used to protect clothing or adorn a costume. 2. Something that suggests or resembles an apron in shape, position, or use, as 2a. The lower member under the sill of the interior casing of a window. 2b. An upward or downward vertical extension of a bathroom fixture as a sink or tub. 2c. An endless belt for carrying material. 2d. An extensive, fan-shaped deposit of detritus. 2e. The part of the stage in front of the proscenium arch. 2f. 
the area along the waterfront edge of a pier or wharf. 2G, a shield, as of concrete or gravel, to protect against erosion, as of a waterway, by water. 2H, the extensive paved part of an airport immediately adjacent to the terminal area or hangars. That was a lot of definitions. We have an adjective form. It is aproned. The etymology says this is a Middle English, an alternative uh, from a word napron or napron, uh, which is from Middle French, naperon, which is a diminutive of nape, which means cloth, uh, which is modified of the Latin mappa, which means napkin. I'm going to pick ski as the word of the episode because uh, it's just a, such a great feeling to uh, just relax after you've done something physically active. It feels so good to be physically active, but then when you're done, it just feels so good to relax and know that you uh, you worked out, you did something good for your body, and now you can just chill. So that's the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.